0: The Blue Jackets are back in the win column and uh, we've got Armando Valais here to talk all about the game against the Panthers and uh, was it as one-sided as the original stat sheet looked? We're talking about all of that and what the future is for these two teams on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, game previews, game recaps, excitement, yelling, ranting, all of the above, and more about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day, every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. Now, like I said at the top of the show... We're going to be talking to Armando Fales today of Locked on Florida Panthers. We're going to break down the game, what we liked from the Blue Jackets, what we liked from the Panthers, what we didn't like, and also look at the future of these two teams kind of going forward in this season. So I'm just going to get right into my chat with Armando.
1: And welcome into this crossover edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and the Locked On Columbus Blue Jackets podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers and Locked On Columbus Blue Jackets podcast your first listen of the day. For everyone on the Locked On Columbus Blue Jackets feed, let me introduce myself. My name is Armando Velez. You can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And thankful to be doing another crossover with the host of Locked On, Columbus Blue Jackets, Jay Forster. Jay, great to be doing this again. Last time we did a crossover, it was a uh, it, it was a game where the Panthers just uh, were on the other end of a very uh, dominant game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. But now the tables have turned for this one.
0: Yeah, I don't know that this was a revenge game necessarily, um, but I feel like the last time these two teams played, I feel like the score was like 8-2 to the Panthers, or something stupid like that, so it does feel good, especially, you know, um, the, the goalie matchup, um, I don't know, it just it felt like a really good win, especially after the game against Detroit on Saturday, which the Blue Jackets just completely failed to show up for, so this uh, this felt good.
1: Well, we did not do the. I don't believe we did a crossover on the last matchup of the season, where JF Berube was starting against uh, uh, Jonas Johansson for for the Florida Panthers. We did not do a crossover uh, then. So, but our our most uh, the last one we did was that that where the third line for the Florida Panthers, Mason Marchment, uh, Sam Reinhart, and Anton Lindell were just dominant in that game. That was back in February, so it's been a little while. But let's just go right into this. Uh, game i had to i had to kind of uh decompress a little bit after after uh after sunday night's game uh prior to prior to the the game i mean it was already a sad day for me knowing the news of jason david frank the aka the green ranger slash white ranger uh of the mighty Morphin power rangers series and after last night's game i decided to watch the movie uh and then you know get you know decompress a little bit and you know gather more of my thoughts but let's talk about Uh, The game, so the Florida Panthers really off to a very dominant start possession wise, but and the Matthew Matthew Kachuk just setting the record for the Florida Panthers in most points to start their tenure with the team passing Pavel Bure now with 25 uh, points in 17 games. He's averaging an assist per game Matthew Kachuk, but it's just. It's just for the Panthers, continue to make mental mistakes after mental mistake. It's something for different every single time. The power play wasn't getting going early in the season. Now that the, Then the power play was getting going in, in the last six games. They did not score on the power play last night. But the, the one thing that Columbus Blue Jackets fans saw yesterday was uh, the, the, the Stahl brothers continuing to just uh, being a little bit of a jet detriment to this team. I mean, Mark Stahl on that bad turnover to Chinnikov. Uh, for, for that goal that beats uh, Sergei Bobrovsky five-hole.
0: Yeah, that was... And I feel bad because the thing about Mark Stahl is he hasn't ever really been the same since he had that really bad eye injury. Uh, probably, God, it was probably like 10 years ago now and he's just kind of been on a steady decline since then. Unfortunately, this game was vintage Mark Stahl. Uh, the giveaway to Chynikov, um and I, he also screened Bobrovsky on... I don't remember which goal it was, but there was was a goal and I watched it back and was like, oh yeah, that's a vintage Mark Stahl. I believe it was the second Boone Jenner goal or that ended up being the first Boone Jenner goal. He got his first one taken away um, because it was actually Ken Johnson's goal. Um, I actually liked Eric Stahl in this game. Um, I thought he, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe he's been playing up in the lineup, probably a little bit above where he should be based on... um, just injuries. I know Sasha Barkov missed uh, a game, and so you know I think they had second line Eric Stahl for for a little bit, which is a choice. Um, but I I liked him in this game. Uh, I've always liked Eric Stahl's game, um, and I'm happy that he is back in the uh, back in the NHL. But man, Mark Stahl was uh, he had a rough he had a rough outing in uh, in this game.
1: It, it, it was a little brutal for uh, Mark Stahl. I mean Eric Stahl really uh, really. Uh... Was placed on that second line really for one game when Sasha Barkov uh, missed uh, the uh, the game against the uh, Dallas Stars. I mean that was just a game where the Panthers just lost. That that game was won won and lost in the first period on that one. And Sergei Bobrovsky wasn't great in that one as well. And there was a time where the fourth where the fourth line, which Paul Maurice really really juggled the 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 lines in this one. He did it with the defense uh, core uh, just a, a few a few games ago, and now he did it with the with the with the forward lines, I mean, we saw uh, Nick Cousins. He was placed on that Sam Bennett Matthew Kachuk line. Uh, we we saw a little bit of Sam Reinhart uh, and and Sam Reinhart back on that top line uh, with uh, with Alexander Barkov and Carter Verhage. I, so Mark and and Mark Stahl had a great opportunity right in front of the net to do a backhand on uh, Tarasov and just missed missed the net. <laughs> and it's just. It, it's just those those uh those chances that you have right in front of the net it's just uh it's just those uh opportunities that you really need to take advantage of and really for the for the panthers i mean 49 shots on goal for uh, excuse me 50 uh is very deceiving uh, honestly for for the for the panthers i mean they, they lead the league in shots on goal per game in the in the NHL but uh, there, there was a lot of uh, muffins uh, thrown for thrown uh, for for the Panthers. Too many perimeter shots and not a, not a lot of opportunities to clean up pucks, and 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 that for for the Panthers. I mean, there's so many. There's J Fresh Hockey has that stat of goals above expected, and the Panthers are last. But i but I've. Now I'm at the point now. How many times can can we keep saying the Panthers are going to get their oper- their their chances? They're going to get their goals. They're going to get their goals, and it just hasn't come. It's not the same team as last year, of 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 course, when you lose the the pieces like Claude Giroux, Mason Marchment, Mackenzie Weegar, Jonathan Huberto, But it's just it's just for for the Panthers. It's just uh, it, it, we we could talk about puck luck all all we want, but it's the 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 pucks are just not not going in at times.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that was something that we kind of talked about a little bit before or immediately after the game, excuse me, where I was like, man, I think it was 49 shots on goal, 46 saves for Daniil Tarasov, who I thought, regardless of the shot quality of the Panthers, I thought had a really good game. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, you know, I went and and looked at natural stat trick and of those 50 shots, um, they had nine high danger chances of their 40 scoring chances, like that's just under 25%. So yeah, you know, you can say quality over quantity all day long, but when you're scoring three goals on 50 shots and you have nine high danger chances versus, you know, the Blue Jackets who had uh, 14 scoring chances and five of them went in, it's... it's Obviously, puck luck is, is, is there, but at a certain point, yeah, it does... It does, I I wouldn't say it worries me because I don't really have any investment into whether the Panthers win games or not, but it's a worrying trend Um, and it's something that I think might be uh, kind of uh, endemic of Paul Maurice. Um, Harrison Lee of Locked on Jets has had many, many things to say about Paul Maurice over the years and I think... The Panthers came from a situation where, you know, say what you like about Joel Quenville and his, like the legacy that he's left on this league. He did well with the Panthers. His replacement, Andrew Brunette, also did very well with the Panthers. And then instead of, you know, keeping a good thing going, I think they kind of panicked a little bit, losing in the the second round to the Lightning
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, in, the, in the most recent playoffs. And I think... The, the Paul Maurice hiring was I don't want to say a mistake because it's the what like 18 games into the season like it's so hard to say oh this coaching decision was bad but you can see flashes of the Winnipeg Jets struggles in the Florida Panthers which I think is not ideal
1: yeah and uh with with uh with Paul Maurice, uh, Paul it, it really goes down to three things for for the Panthers uh as part of, as part of their major problems uh, right now for 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 the team Stahl Brothers Sergey Bobrovsky who's twenty five of thirty four in in his last two games who got pulled uh, in uh, the first period against uh, the Dallas Stars uh excuse me pulled in after the first intermission uh and Paul Maurice because. When one thing is getting going, the other the other is not for 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 this Panthers uh, team. So it's always something a little uh, different for for this team. Something that honestly I'm not used to in, in the last few years for this uh, Panthers team. So we knew this was a step back season for for the Cats, but uh, I wasn't expecting around 500 uh, for 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 this team. Uh, as uh, now their goal differential for the season is right at zero, just outside of a playoff start playoff spot right before the first benchmark of the of the nhl season american thanksgiving but let's transition over to n- the next segment where we'll continue talking about uh this uh, five to three win for the columbus blue jackets over the florida panthers but first uh jay tell us all about simply safe
0: yeah so did you know that over the holidays property crimes like burglaries and package thefts spike nationally i know uh host of Lockdown Canadians Scott Matler had a package stolen recently and uh he had doorbell cameras and they ended up th- seeing who who got it so home security is uh really really important and our friends over at Simply Safe Home Security offering 50% off their award winning security system so that you can feel safe and secure this holiday season enjoy advanced security and greater peace of mind this season uh, Simply SimpliSafe is a really great product. Uh, they have got 24-7 monitoring, 24-7 tech support staff. They've got HD live stream of all of the cameras that you can imagine. Uh, you can put cameras inside, outside, and they've even got smart technology that lets you know whether it's like an actual break-in or whether it's like just a possum going through your trash cans. Uh, simply safe was even named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report for the third year in a row so don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that this podcast network recommends get 50% off any new simply safe system at simplysafecom NHL today this is their biggest discount of the year so do not wait once again that is NHL. there's no safe like simply safe
1: Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and Locked On Columbus Blue Jackets podcast your first listen of the day. Uh, I'm Armando Velez. I got Jay Forster of Locked On Blue Jackets to discuss this 5-3 win for the Columbus Blue Jackets over the Florida Panthers. So, Jay, uh, we continued continued the conversation on this uh, win for Columbus, and we talked about the high danger chances. And it's funny because – the only two goals that the Florida Panthers had were just on really breakdowns by the by the by the Jackets. I mean, the Panthers avoid an icing, and uh, the Blue Jackets uh, were unable to clear the zone. And then Forsling just a, a slap shot to and Matthew Kachuk deflects uh, the puck into the net past Tarasov, and then Aaron Ekblad uh, just scra- um, go just going untouched right in front of the net to beat Tarasov five hole uh, as he as he crashes in. And when you when you think about all that with with the Panthers and just their their inability to just continue to uh, get right on the blue paint in the low slot, it it, it 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 just tells me. I mean, with Tarasov, I mean, I was looking at uh, how how many games he's played. Last night this was is like 10. seventh
0: NHL game or something. stupid. 10. like
1: I, I saw ten. So yeah. and, and it was a three five five GAA too. I was just like, wow. Uh, it, it, it's just a. Uh, it's 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 not, it's not i i ask. i always ask myself is it the goalies performing well for the blue jackets or is it real is it the panthers uh not generating enough chances and i think it's the i think it's the latter for for uh the panthers as far as how i see it but the really the straw that broke the camel's back was just the shorthanded goal that was their first shorthanded goal given up this season at least from what i uh recall as well and Let's talk about the injuries as well for uh, Columbus. Like what, What's going on with, with, with them? I mean, everything on paper for me going into this said that the Florida Panthers should have come into Columbus and win this game. Patrick Lone is out. Uh, Zach Ransky is out uh, long term. Elvis Merzlikens is out as well as well. So everything on paper said that the Florida Panthers should have won this game. But just once again... It it goes back on the it goes back on the coach on on how and even with a second end of a back to back Columbus was on the second end of a back to back too so no excuses for the Panthers uh, to to lose this game especially after an emotional game the night before where Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Wiger were making their returns to Sunrise Florida
0: yeah it's weird the Blue Jackets have, the Blue Jackets just keep losing guys injury um i haven't done the math in a while but the last time i checked the average um experience for the blue jackets defense core so average game, average career games was sitting at about 180 games per defenseman um they have two defensemen currently that are over 200 nhl games played like i said Zacharynski's out long term uh jake bean is out long term nick blankenberg is out probably for another six to eight weeks uh out Boquist is out probably for another six weeks or so like and that's just the defenseman um the Blue Jackets have used 11 defensemen so far this season and it's oh game 18 it's and the weird thing is they're not playing good hockey at the minute um you know they are I, and the, the, they're not playing good hockey but they are somehow winning games I believe in their last six they're four one and one um, that only lost coming to Detroit, which sure, if you're going to lose to anyone, like why not lose to Detroit and then come out and beat the Panthers the next day? Like it makes absolutely no sense. Um, the Blue Jackets are doing a thing that they that they used to do under John Tortorella a lot, which is they become more than the sum of their parts. Um, you know, you look at, and then, you know, you, you talk about the defensive injuries and then you get onto the forward injuries. Patrick Lyon is out. Jacob Voracek is out. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau is basically the only healthy top six forward right now that the Blue Jackets have, um, and I mean he had a he had a pretty pretty solid night, uh, a goal Quite and a two point. assists, um, which I think makes means that he wins the uh, the the bet that I'm sure he had with Matthew Kachuk on uh, on tonight's game. Obviously, long time ta- uh, long time teammates who both went elsewhere this summer, but the Blue Jackets are just they're rallying through adversity. Um, and this is a thing that they've done the past couple of seasons. When things get tough, they uh, and they should, by all accounts, be losing every game and losing badly. Somehow they're pulling out a win. You know, if you told me that they were going to put five goals past Sergei Pabrowski last night, i would be like, yeah, OK, but the Panthers are probably going to score six. Um, it's just for whatever reason, things are things are clicking, whether that's the youth. That are getting more that's getting more ice time you know Kent Johnson had a goal uh, a power play goal as well which was uh, extremely unexpected because i believe that's only the blue jackets fifth power play goal this season um they've almost got as many shorthanded goals as they do power play goals i believe that they scored their third shorthanded goal of the season last night and they have five power play goals total so you know on paper like you say on paper this the panthers should have walked into columbus taken their lunch money and just walked right back out but sometimes Hockey's a weird sport, and uh, and this is not to say that the Blue Jackets were the better team in this by any stretch of the imagination, because there were long periods of that game where I was just waiting for the Blue Jackets to screw up and just fall apart, because that's what they've done a lot this season. But and you know, and the the, the things things I didn't like in that game. Um, I don't have time for whatever nonsense that Matthew Olivier keeps trying to pull. I don't have any time for Erika Branson taking stupid penalties or Or failing to clear the crease ever. Like, the the Matthew Kuchuk goal, he was just basically standing in front of Tarasov, no one else around him. Um, Aaron Ekblad as well scored from about six feet away. Uh, I don't recall who scored the third goal, but um, again, it felt like a... I don't know. It was... The Blue Jackets are not doing anything right at the minute except winning games. And it's a very strange it's a very strange way to watch your team win games. You know, like if they were playing badly and losing, I'd be like, okay, fine, this is expected. If they were playing well and winning, I'd be like, okay, fine. Sometimes teams play well and lose, but it's very, very rare in my opinion that a team plays badly and still wins games. And somehow that's what the Blue Jackets are doing right now, which is very strange.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. And for... And even though the the Panthers have just been as inconsistent as they've been in their last five games, uh, one, three, and one uh, currently, I'm still not. Uh, there's a lot of uh, takes out there for 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 this team. A lot of people are just trying to say uh, fire palmeries. I'm not re- I'm not on that. I'm not on that uh, bandwagon uh, yet for for this team. I think I still think at the end of the day that the Panthers are going to find a way to figure it out. Uh, and and the fact that outside of Outside of the D- Dallas game and and this one, that the Panthers even when they fall behind, they still make it close and they still find still are are in most games. Uh, I, I want I want to think that this is a just a bad stretch for 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 the Panthers. I, I want to think that, but it does it does it doesn't get easier. And we'll talk about really on the on the third segment about what's coming uh, for the Panthers. But also, I think about really where the Blue Jackets are. I mean. Last year, last year they overachieved uh, big time after after that trade of Seth Jones. Really said, okay, they're going into they're going into a rebuild. Of course, uh, trading uh, tr- trading Pierre Luc Dubois for Patrick Lane, even though it's worked better for uh, the Blue Jackets than it has for the Winnipeg Jets as far as individual uh, performances. Uh, but but then. The Blue Jackets at the beginning of this season is like, oh, it, it might be a year later than they were expecting to possibly be in the in the top five, maybe in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. I mean, Connor Bedard with the Patrick Laine, Johnny Gaudreau, uh, Boone Jenner—that is what I and, want. And that is what I would
0: like to see. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we deserve it, but that sounds so much fun. And I, honestly, it, it, and and I, I I don't know. I don't know necessarily how 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 the players feel about Brad Larson as well. But uh, it it seems that, that this could be, if they end up being with that top pick, that this could be actually a really great situation for Columbus.
0: Yeah, I mean, if there's a season that you're going to be unexpectedly bad, like it might as well be this season. Because even if you don't get Conor Bedard, you know, you've got Adam Fantilli, who's doing just insane things at University of Michigan at the minute. You've got Matvey Michkov, who's uh, killing it in Russia. You've got Leo Carlson, who, again, is doing things that no other Swedish draft-eligible prospect is doing right now. You know, there's something like, I think there's eight prospects at the minute that in any year that isn't this one would go first overall. But Art is just blowing them all out of the water, so it's very much a case of even if you miss that draft lottery position, like I would love to get Condebatard on this team, but even if you don't, like there's six or seven other guys that are that could change the the way that this team looks very very quickly. Um, and I've seen a lot of, I haven't I haven't addressed this on the on the show yet because quite frankly I don't think I need to, but I see a lot of people talking about Johnny Goodrow. And saying, man, he should have gone to Jersey. I bet he wishes he'd gone to Jersey right now. Or I bet he wishes he'd stayed in Calgary or gone literally anywhere else. Like, no, shut up. He has very recently gone on record of being like, yeah, I wouldn't change this decision for the world. And I understand that, like, do they expect him to come out and be like, actually, I hate this. I wish I had signed elsewhere. Like, no. So even if he doesn't fully believe that he doesn't have any regrets, like, he's here. He's here long term. He's succeeding here. He had three points last night he's happy here like he chose columbus for a reason and he didn't that reason wasn't that the blue jackets are going to win the cup you know he's gone on record as being like this is a really great city this is a a team atmosphere that i really like this is a really great place to raise my family it's close enough to home where they're not going to be knocking down the doors like they would be if he signed in new jersey or philly or you know anywhere in that kind of new york metro area like this is this is where he wanted to be, and for better or worse, yeah, the season maybe hasn't gone as expected yet. But Johnny Gaudreau, I think, has I want to say seventeen points in uh, in the season so far, which is just under a point per game. Like, I have no complaints about Johnny Gaudreau, and I don't think any Blue Jackets fan should. And I think any Devils fan or Flyers fan or Flames fan out there that's like, man, Johnny Gaudreau should have gone somewhere else. Like, no, for, this is this is what it is. Um, And I couldn't be happier that Johnny Cudreau is here. Am I disappointed that how the season has gone so far? A little bit, yes. But like I said, if there's going to be a season to be unexpectedly bad, it's this one. And also it's not like, um, sorry, I'm I'm going on a a bit of a tangent here, but I don't think, I don't expect the rest of the season to be as bad as this start has. I think the Blue Jackets are kind of starting to find their way. And also like, the injuries are just relentless yes like that's the that's the other thing the blue jackets were bad before all the injuries started happening like they didn't have a very good start to the season they embarrassed themselves in uh, tampere and then everyone started getting hurt so it's it is what it is it sucks i hate to watch the team lose you know it's way more fun to watch your team win but this is this is this is what the team is mm. um and if they have to suck this year it get kind of Then I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, long term, long term for the Blue Jackets looks to be to be good if they they do end up uh being especially in that top five. So Johnny Gaudreau, just checking the stats for him, 18. 18 points in 18 games, seven, seven goals, 11 assists. So point per game, that's a, that's a pretty productive uh, NHL player, uh, that's for sure. But we're going to transition over to segment number three, where we're going to talk about what's to come for both the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Florida Panthers uh, this, this week before the first major benchmark of the NHL season. But first, we're going to tell you all about that online. And BetOnline.net is still your number one source for sports betting info, news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, soccer, and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love podcasts, you can find these at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to getting your betting fix. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline. Where the game starts. Third and final segment here on this crossover edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and the Locked On Columbus Blue Jackets podcast. I'm Armando Velez. I got Jay Forster of Locked On Blue Jackets here. So for the Panthers, it doesn't get any easier for them because uh, two days off, which is they've had a lot of these uh, these lately. They had it really at the beginning of the month, and then they they're they're having it here, and then they're they they have two days off again right before uh, their game on Saturday. But they uh, they welcome in the big bad Boston Bruins, a, a, a team that a lot of people were expecting to to not not be to be like a bubble playoff team, possibly maybe even out of of it. But they were playing well even prior to Brad Marchand and Charlie McAvoy uh, coming back. So it's a Wednesday night game, uh, a rare one for the Panthers because of course Thanksgiving is on Thursday, and then they welcome the St. Louis Blues to town on Saturday, where. Despite the St. Louis's Blues' uh, bad start to their season, they're on a six-game winning streak right now. So, it does not get any easier for 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 the Panthers as uh, they're they're right now. I I hate to say this is they are right now a mediocre hockey team at this moment in time.
0: Yeah, the Blue Jackets have a little bit of an easier path. Um, they've got Montreal on Wednesday. Uh, they just beat them on uh, Thursday. They uh, Again, not a very good game for, for either team. It was very much a, a kind of free-for-all, so I would hope for a little bit less of that in the upcoming game, but definitely a much easier opponent than Boston, who I fully was expecting Boston to be bad. This season and they've kind of they've done the opposite of the blue jackets which is they've gone uh well not the opposite necessarily but they've done a kind of i think what the blue jackets are doing but bigger where they've gone oh all our stars are missing cool we're gonna go like 15 and 3 to start the season or 16 and 3 or whatever whatever their record is right now um i do not envy the the panthers with that but on the flip side if there was ever I, I hate the concept of like must win games or you know this is this is a game that you can't lose and you know a benchmark game or whatever but if there was ever a game where the panthers were going to show up big against boston feels like a pretty a pretty good way to get back on track because sometimes all you need is a like one win against a bad team and that like boosts your confidence sometimes all you need is a, a dirty, scrappy, like, ugly win against a team like Boston. And that, again, can be a real kind of springboard for the Panthers to kind of refine their season. Because I, I know what you said. This is not a – they're playing mediocre hockey right now. I don't think this is a mediocre team. You look on paper, again, Sasha Barkov, Matthew Kuchuk Sam Bennett, Sam Reinhardt. Like, Aaron Ekblad's finally healthy for the first time in, I feel like, years. And, you know, it's yeah. – yeah, they lost players. They lost Huberto. They lost Uyghur. But this is a good team on paper, and I think it's a very much a team that can figure it out and keep going and a team that honestly they're out of the playoff spot they're out of the playoff picture right now, but I would be very surprised to see the Panthers miss the playoffs this season
1: mm. uh, it, it, it would uh it would definitely uh it would definitely be uh, a disappointing one and I I'm I'm really gonna really elaborate more on on really the state of the Panthers really on on uh on Monday on Tuesday and Wednesday show as we have uh days off uh in in between is like where are where are they? Uh is are they in a great great position to continue uh going on a run? But uh yeah, uh and the and the Boston Bruins, uh even though this will be a home game for the Panthers, the Boston Bruins are one uh one win one home win away from setting the record for most home wins to start the season. The Panthers had that opportunity last year against the Seattle Kraken in, in November, same week Thanksgiving. And then they lose against uh, as Chris Drieger made his return to sunrise, Florida after signing with the Seattle Kraken and come, come out with a, with a win on that one. So I think we're, I think we might be we we might be we might be seeing a very very desperate uh Pan- panthers team come uh, Wednesday night because even the last time they faced against the Boston Bruins on the road like it was only the third game of the season for the Panthers. Brandon Montour uh m- m- missed that missed that game only a one one game absence for uh Montour and Aaron Ekblad that was the very same game that Aaron Ekblad went down with his uh grade two uh groin strain and the Panthers in the beginning of the season they only could uh they only could have 20 players on their team due to cap reasons. Keith Yandel's bio is still on the books for for them. Uh, a lot of it comes off after this off season, which kind of uh, kind of a reason why the Panthers are where they are as far as uh, these one year deal signings. I mean this the stalls being a, a part of the team as well and and all for it to reset uh, next season. but even in that game against the Boston Bruins, I mean, you play four. You play four defensemen uh, throughout throughout the latter latter part of the game, and they still made it made it close. I mean, I know uh, I know that the they have their big pieces back now. Uh, so these are going to be two completely different hockey teams when they do face. But if that performance the first time around for the Panthers uh, it is anything like we might see on Wednesday, then. I have a really good I have a really good feeling hope, hope that the Panthers could come out on top on on Wednesday night. It's going to you you're, you're going to I think the Panthers really got to come out uh re- really really desperate in in this one because you you do not you do not want to to fall behind early because this isn't like last year where the the separation between the wildcard teams uh, and the last playoff spot is like 30 points by the end of the season. I, I don't think it's going to be like that this time around.
0: No, for sure. It feels very much like a I, – I, I have a feeling that this season is going to be one of those ones where the playoff spots don't get decided until the last week of the season. Like, I would be, I would be very surprised if there's not teams still playing hockey and hoping to make the playoffs in, you know, game 80 or game 81. Um, and, you know, hopefully for you guys, that's not the Panthers. I don't think the Blue Jackets are making the playoffs this year, but it is it is what it is. It sucks, but there's always next year,
1: you know? Yeah, and and, and there's still a whole bunch of talent on that uh, Columbus Blue Jackets uh Blue Jackets team. I mean, I really like the. I really like Cole Sillinger. I really like Kent Johnson, especially uh, from watching him in the in the most recent uh, World Junior Championship as well. So he he he's he's a he, Kent Johnson really is a, a definite uh, treat to watch for the Columbus Blue Jackets. So there's something there uh, for for this team, uh, and of course, uh Lane and and Gaudreau. It's just really about being healthy. Uh, and 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 also with uh, with the chemistry, also with uh, their 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 coach as well and how that, that message is uh, uh, spread around the locker room as well. So I, I I think the I think the future for the Columbus Blue Jackets is uh, very well bright for them. It might not be this season, but uh, definitely uh, lots of draft capital will definitely help them out in, the, in their future. But, Jay, I want to thank you once again for uh, doing this crossover edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. It came with a, with an L on the on on the Panthers side, but you know, I want I I I'd like I want to do these crossovers with you, whether it's a blowout in the in the in favor of the Panthers or a blowout in the in the in the favor of the Blue, Jack, Blue Jackets. So uh, great great as always to uh, do a crossover with you and uh, let my listeners know where they can find you online.
0: Uh, yeah, like I, again, always a pleasure. Um, I would do a crossover for every Blue Jackets Panthers game. Uh, and in fact, we might because I feel like we have two more this season. So uh, Locked on Blue Jackets listeners should get used to seeing uh, Armando on uh, on this podcast when, uh, when the Panthers are in town. But for Locked on Panthers listeners, uh, you can find Locked on Blue Jackets wherever you get Locked on Panthers. We're on every podcasting app. Uh, we are on youtube you can find me at underscore jacob foster j-a-k-o-b-f-o-r-s-t-e-r on twitter you can find the show at l-o underscore blue jackets uh and i will not do too much gloating about last night's game i promise
1: <laughs> and yeah the next time these uh two uh teams will be facing will be december 13th in sunrise florida and then the, the last matchup will be on april 1st uh in in Columbus, so. For, for, uh, but by, by the way, I want to say congratulations to your uh, English national team on, on a uh, win uh, against Iran in the first game of the FIFA World Cup. Uh, as if you're watching this on the YouTube, I have my uh, USA soccer jersey. Uh, we are, excuse me, uh, Kit, sorry, let me say that correctly. <laughs> uh, as uh, we are uh, three hours from this recording away from uh, kickoff, uh, between uh, USA and uh, Wales. Uh, so get, definitely going to be a fun one. So uh, for the people on the Blue Jackets feed, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MonoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And you can follow the show tw- on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the you follow podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us as well on YouTube. Hel- help us get uh, more subscribers on the YouTube channel so you can see uh, my pretty face and you can see Jay's pretty face as, as well every time we do a crossover. So uh, Jay, thank you once again and hope uh, and I will, and I'll see you next time. All right. For sure. And that's all I've got for you
0: today. Uh, tomorrow, we are going to be taking a, uh, a little bit of a deeper dive into the blue jackets, goaltending stats. And, uh, is it gold? Is it bad goaltending? Or is it bad defense? That's what we're going to be doing tomorrow. And, uh, Thank you for for listening, for making this your first listen of the day. Every day, Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. Feel free to subscribe. It helps me out. It helps you out. Everybody wins. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.